Hello and welcome to episode 204 of the Drive the Green podcast. I'm your host, Matty B, joined in Studio B by Harvin Bronell. Knoop's down with COVID this week. Said his voice hurt. Down? Yeah. He's... Okay, he couldn't come. Couldn't didn't want to do Zoom. Didn't want to zoom in. Um, said his voice is sore. And as we always do, if you miss a pod, you get rigged through the coals. Well, yeah, we're down to 21 days before none of this matters anymore. <laughs> All restrictions <laughs> off. Um, he's only he's only been on the pod for a year, and he's already missed more than the rest of us combined. I think. I think so. Yeah. Well, it's definitely sad. more than me and Matty B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on this episode. David Dubay joins us to recap Pebble Beach. Obviously, he plays in it every year. He played again this year. Got the lowdown on course conditions, uh, just general feel of the tournament. We recap Tom Hoagie's first career victory on the PGA Tour, friend of the pod yep, and friend of Dubay's. It's a damn shame Canoop wasn't here to get put in a body bag by Double D about the overrated comment. Yeah. yeah stay tuned if, if you say to pass along comments, we will pass them along. Mm-hmm. And you will uh, be unable to state your case. Yep, as it as it should be. Um, we're also going to read the news. Harv's got some news, and then we're going to get into the pick segment. Um, some things happened. What the hell is even going on in that segment? <laughs> is what I, I want to know. I mean, it's last, pretty straightforward if you ask me. <laughs> last week we had some some issues. Uh, those have those have unfortunately or fortunately, depending on what side you're on, continued this week. <laughs> So we'll get into that at the end of the show. Before we get into anything, however, we have to thank our sponsors, Player Golf, PLYRGolf.com. Use the promo code Drive the Green. We're also members of Team Callaway. Hogue using the two ball, the OG two ball. Mm-hmm. A lot of red shafts on the uh, course this week. Yep. A uh, lot of guys putting that putter in the bag to go along with the Rogue. Uh, thanks to Team, uh, we're members of Team Churchill. Thanks to Churchill Brewing for sponsoring the show. Uh, I'm having myself a blonde. Bronel's, I think, on three or four. Just two. Oh, just two? Yeah, so far. Uh, so far, yeah. We're not even close to done. Um, and then lastly, we're members of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, probably presented by Connexus and Direct West. Hmm. Still, eh? Yes. Uh, Still. Player Cup schedule came out, too, by the way. Player Cup schedule came out. We are already locked in for Elkridge. We're definitely going to the Legends one. And then there's a smattering of other tournaments throughout. We're going to try to make as many as we can. I'm sure many of the listeners are playing in multiple events. Um, But, yeah, the uh, premier event, the Elkridge match play, sold out in, like, 12 minutes. I have a feeling Knoop's going to just bail. You got that feeling, hey? Just because he doesn't want to win again with me, just so that... I'm ha- like he doesn't want me to be happy. Like he'll sacrifice himself being happy. Yes, just for the fact that he doesn't want me to be happy. I think there's he's a. T- like, you know what? I could see that. <laughs> I could see that, and I could see, and there are people that are like this. They'll win something and then they'll never go back. That that I don't like. But I don't. Then care they for can that say they all. never lost. Yeah, I don't like that either. There's lots of people like that though. Lots. Yeah. I won it once. I don't need to. I go I mean, I again. hope I'm wrong. He should. Like there'd be no reason for him not to come. I mean, Rich, my partner, and I are going back because, again, like you guys, we've never lost there. Yeah, that's right. You guys did take down that. I don't know what whatever flight it was. You guys, won, I think it was the first flight. Oh, I think it was second, but F- like first though, <laughs> wasn't it first? I have no idea. <laughs> no, I think it was second. Champ one two. Yeah, I think you we won got two. two. Yeah, sure, whatever. 
we, we don't have to go back to roster because we won there too. Yeah. Won, right? You guys did win there. I was going to say I've never lost a player cup, but Legends wasn't really good. But I've never not finished top three. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let's get into our weeks. Yep. Um, I'll do Canoops first. Yeah. I'll just say what he, what he always says. Might as well blaze through it because uh, we had a long didn't interview. didn't do much. I uh, just taught a couple classes. Uh, um, <laughs> boost count uh, 10 this week. So up to 21 for the year. But, yeah, I'm going to go back to zero for the rest of the <laughs> month now. Oh, good for you. Good for you, man. He played volleyball too, didn't he? Yeah. So pre-COVID, I guess, or... He's also well. Wow, uh, he had it. I don't know. We're also going this week to uh, play some indoor golf with uh, Mike from Churchill. Yep. Canoop offered to drive because he says he's not drinking. That's right. He did. Well, it's good for you guys. Very good. For I us. mean, it's fantastic for us. More, I hope more I ha- than the other. Yeah. But. I hope I have enough money to actually partake. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, Canoop said he's he's committing to this. He's only drinking in bulk, very few times a month. Yeah, he's turning into Harv. That's the way to do it, you guys. He said two days of drinking this year, and it's eleven and ten. I would. I think there's an argument for both here, because I don't think that your binge way is all that right. It ain't. What do you mean? <laughs> I would. I think. I think right. the preferred method is just steady just use. I would. I would. Wear, I would. One hundred percent agree with you. If. Bronell didn't drink four times as many drinks as me last year. <laughs> but no, that's because I just did the steady plus I had those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess that's true. I think it well if you just do the steady. Again, we're I'm not sure how long mine will last, like before I start calling the creditors. <laughs> but uh thanks, Knoop, for your week, by the way. Uh which will leave me to mind. I'm not sure how long it'll last, but I think deep down you guys Probably didn't think it was going to last to Feb 7. Like, no. I got three bucks right now. And remember when you said, I don't know. well, why don't I you don't just, this is the same thing because the dollars that you have is how many drinks you've had? Remember when you said that? Well, now that we're getting into a second month, it's not that easy to keep track, is it? You know what I'm talking about. I'm not keeping track. I don't, even, I yeah. don't pay any like, attention to that like sham to do, that you have going on. To do the reverse math, it's difficult. Just remember how much money you have in the bank. I have $3 today, less than yeah. one I just had, and I'm probably going to have another one. So I'm at $1 again. You need a dry week if you want to drink on Friday. Um, yeah, yeah, so Churchill Booze Bank, 3 bucks. Um, other than that, I didn't do much of anything. We played three hockey games last week. You went all three. Eh? <clears throat> How's the body? Uh, I don't know. Kind of, I don't know. Don't really want to play indoor golf that much. Hockey's my thing in the winter, but it's kind of kind of getting over that too. Um, how'd you guys do in the games that I didn't go to last week? Oh, and two. Oh, okay. Um, on to my week then. Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally the only thing I did was play three hockey games and literally live at the rink with two kids. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I didn't do much either. Went to Saskatoon this weekend, visited some family. Um, went to the trampoline park up there. You guys ah. ever been in one of those? Yes. No. It's not that great. Oh, you're going to talk about the dunk, aren't you? Yeah. So I there's a, three different sizes of nets that you can dunk on. Yep. Found, your, found your way so, to the small, yeah, shortest so one, yeah. Did the shortest one, like basically standing up. It's like, oh, okay, tried the next one. Okay, quick windmill there. And then I went <laughs> to the tall one. I can I can do this. Did it. 
Oh, I thought you said couldn't do it. Did it, but hurt my back severely in the process. <laughs> like on landing? I don't know. <laughs> Just the at some thing. point Just during <laughs> the action, <laughs> yeah. your back went out. Yeah. A lot of impressed people there, though. I'll I tell bet, you that. I bet. Those garbage scooping like how, how many? Like, just tell us how many pairs of panties were thrown at you. <laughs> Six? Twelve? They just, all the all the moms there ripped off their grippy socks and threw them at them. <laughs> Do they have grippy socks yeah. in that place? Yeah. They pay $3. Yeah. But you get to keep them. Yeah. They're not that bad. And your kids probably wore them around the house when they got home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine That's also, it. the one time we went, mine did that, and now they're just in a drawer and i'm fairly certain the next time we go to the park we'll forget them at home and have to buy another pair yeah just word of the wise for sure I'm word to the it. wise um yeah i'm looking forward to indoor golf i haven't swung in a long time because canoe never invites us over so yeah never invites us over keeps canceling sessions gets covid so he doesn't have to run a run a class yeah hmm. that was nice because i didn't have to use my back injury as an excuse for not coming <laughs> yeah and I just didn't want to go, so it worked out great for me, too. That is yeah. a little fortunate break for you guys there. Yeah. Uh, Harv, anything in your oh, week? Oh, sorry, booze count. Oh, yes. Churchill light booze week? count. Uh, fairly light week. I think, actually, the heaviest week of the year, but it's only 16. <laughs> 72 and 38. Fairly light, but I think it's the heaviest. Well, I've had a couple 15s, and, you know, I'm just kind of... Just steady Eddie. Possessing myself, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess on to me. I actually did do a few things this week. This old booze bag. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had to go to Edmonton to coach a hockey tournament. Played in the mall. The whole tournament was in the mall. Yep. Yeah, showcase, showcase right in the mall there. Uh, team actually did good. Last time we went to Edmonton in this like more elite league, we, they got uh, mopped up pretty good, and uh, went two and two. Probably should have won the third game, but didn't. And uh, yeah, coach a little hung. No, that was afternoon. I was feeling fine, <laughs> but then, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That mall is just kind of like fizzled out. It's too big. Mm. Like you, you think you go, you go to like the store you want to go to, and it's just full of like things that I'm less than zero percent interested in. Like yeah, high end fashion and all this stuff. Like yeah. That's not for me. There's only four stores in that whole mall that you might even go in, go into. Yeah, well, I went enjoy. probably like six because I had to go to a few kids' stores to get a couple okay. toys for yeah. the yeah. thing. Because you felt bad about being gone for three yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I uh, went to a comedy show on Friday night in the mall. Really? Yeah. They had a... I'm not sure what you're, how you would be at a comedy show. I don't think you'd think anything would be funny. <laughs> But oh, he no. does like stuff. Unless it was Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, or I mean, one, there was four. There was like the host who was telling jokes, then two openers and the headliner guy. And the first opener was actually pretty funny. He kind of was doing this whole, I don't know, maybe a little, yeah. I don't know, socially don't awkward bo- type thing. Oh, okay. And then yeah. he was like making jokes on stuff. So that was funny. The next guy. He was a little like even offside for for stuff that I would say. <laughs> like, he was Whoa. he was pushing the envelope to the point that like the group of moms like sitting beside us, I didn't know them, but they're just like whispering to themselves at the table, like this is this is too much. <laughs> I don't like this guy. And then someone's <laughs> finally like, we should just go, <laughs> and they got up and left before the really? show was even over. Yeah, like it was pretty wild. Some of the stuff he was saying, and then the other guy was actually really good. Um, yeah. The headliner. The headliner was good. But yeah. 
um so yeah i got into a few drinks um yeah let's hear oh, the went to the rec room one of those places. great places yeah unbelievable love those places yeah football game basketball game ski ball where'd we go up. to one of those you're going to one on friday kind of yeah it is one yeah just a smaller scale one but yeah i've i've been to edmonton and calgary mm. i don't know where we went together if we did oh we went to toronto toronto yeah that's what it was right, right downtown yeah rogers center thank you riverside steam whistle yep so what's the count i had 25 this week <laughs> how so you have for the week or 59 the year? for the year 59 yeah 22 more than me catching me how about this for he'll still be ahead of me on the second last day of this month no one saw that coming yeah well you know his thing then let's check right. again <laughs> in june yeah, see where we're at yeah. Uh, all right. Anyone can just say <laughs> all right. things. So we just get right into Dubai, right? Yep. Right into tournament recap. And we'll be back after for the news. Bingo. Enjoy. I want to know how the boys are doing. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's finally around zero degrees up here. I don't know how long you've been down there for, but um, we're finally getting some snow melt. So who knows? Maybe we'll be playing in like three months. <laughs> Cross your fingers, boys. <laughs> yeah. Sure in these, with the weather these days, nothing's for sure. No. That's that's right. So how how was the week? Tell us tell us about your week. You know, I'm going to tell you it was an absolutely fantastic week. Uh, we haven't had weather like that here in a couple of years. Uh, turnout week. We've had it before, but they they uh, they got what they were dreaming of, and everything played as firm and fast as I've ever seen. Since 2016, probably, when DH and I um, had a good run, the, it was, the greens were hard. They were so hard that they hurt your feet to walk on them. Uh, <laughs> really? You know, you, you tap your putter on them, and you swear you could hear an echo coming back from China. Like, they were, you look for a ball mark. Like you had to look and scour around for just an indentation on the green. So wow. everything ran firm and fast. They did a they did a fantastic job on the courses. I could I can tell you honestly that in my thirty five years of of playing and being around these golf courses, I've never seen them in that good a condition in my life. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was a real treat. There was a treat to play those golf courses. Not not necessarily all the greens I would find a treat, but um, it was a treat to play the rest of the courses. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, judging by the you know your team's score, you played uh, you played pretty darn well. Uh, you know, Kurt uh, unfortunately didn't make the cut and play on Sunday, but you guys as a team were weren't too far off shooting fifteen under. So, how did how did you find your game and and how was uh, your your partnership with Kurt? Well, the partnership's always going to be good. We sponsor him. He's one of our crown ambassadors. So, uh, you, you know what? I, I love playing with him. His brother is the one who caddies for me the last uh, two times in the tournament. He used to be on Kurt's bag. And, you know, brothers will be brothers. They don't always get along. And so <laughs> I think he still likes to loop occasionally and loves to get inside the ropes. And, and so we, we've got a good and building relationship, the two of us. Um, how was my game? I was ready. There's no question I was ready to play. And, uh, I would tell you this. Is, you ask anybody who plays in a more than a one-day shits and giggles pro-am, uh, and they'll tell you the same thing. 
they'll tell you the same thing, which is at some point, your swing just completely evaporates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it just, it goes <laughs> fucking to places you never thought you had. And you know, you probably go, I've, I've seen it happen for a day. I've seen it happen for six holes. Um, I really thought, because I got to the third day thinking, yeah, I'm going to scoot through this and that's not going to happen. Well, hit the <laughs> button because it, it definitely happened on day three in the middle of the round. But, um, you know, I, I, I would, if I had to self-assess, I drove the ball as good as I could ever drive the ball in my life. Like if I have another week like that, I'd be thrilled. I putted great two of the three days. Um, the third day at MPCC, those greens, uh, look, I played Oakmont where they're 13 plus. I swear to God almighty, they were 13 plus there. Oh. Uphill, downhill, it didn't matter. Uphill, you were, you would, I remember on uh, seven, I had about a 20 foot uphill putt and I ran it by 12 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, sorry to laugh. Yeah. What? No, guys, I was crying. I was like, "Are you fucking?" I think my exact. Uh, thank God there were no microphones around. I think I said, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> so then I got the one coming back, and I got it off the toe of the putter. I mean, it just honestly, you could have waved at it, and it would have gone twelve feet down. Uh, <laughs> and I just tapped it, and I had four feet coming back, and you're just. That's when you start. You know, the pet shop in your head starts going and the whole thing is just hamsters on wheels. My dogs are jumping against their cages in your head and you, you just have to find a, a really good place to go to. And like I said, in the middle of that round, I didn't find a good place to go to. Yeah, fair. So, right. Well, yeah, so it just uh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was just going to say uh, Knoop's not here to defend himself, but he had said in the group chat a couple times that Pebble Beach looked a little bit overrated. He thinks it's overrated. What are your thoughts on, uh, you know, how it played comparative to the other two courses? You said it's in, you know, the tournament was in its best shape in, you know, seven years. Um, yeah. Did you find that Pebble was, you know, as as good of shape as it as it's ever been? Yeah, he's not here. Just so lay, just into, lay him. into him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a good. Everybody's brave when you don't have to face the man who has to face the course. That's right. <laughs> um, if, if you think Pebble's overrated, uh, I want to know what course is underrated. <laughs> you know, I, I people often ask me if it's my favorite place, my favorite golf course in the world, and I've told you guys before that it's not my favorite golf course in the world, but it is my favorite place to play golf in the world. And I walked right. on that course that morning, um, and I will, I will say this, I, lo I, I love Kurt, um, but we teed off on 10 and he blew one into the big blue Pacific and you're standing there going, we, we are not starting like this. <laughs> and you can't, and I mean, these are long, slopey par fours. And I just said, you know, it, honestly, it was, uh, sorry for anyone listening, but I mean, it's a ball check where you just go. And you take two deep breaths, and you got to hit. For me, I'm a lefty, as you guys know. And you got to hit a hard draw on that hole to run it down the slope and try to get closest to the green. And I, I stroke on that hole, so I absolutely blitz this driver. Beautiful little draw. I get down there. I'm three feet from going in the ocean, but I'm only 
130 yards off the green on, I don't know what the, what it was playing, 440, 435, something. Um, I was happy to be in play, frankly, but <laughs> yeah. I thought I would be in the middle of the fairway. And, and you know, the, the, that's those times where you go, this is not the start we were looking for, but, but you got to man up and play. That golf course, um, on a day like that, is magic. And I felt like I've played it so many times. I know this place. Let's be aggressive and play good. And we played very good. We gave a couple back late, which was stupid. I mean, we lit up our front nine, which was the back nine of the course. And I can't remember what we were under. I think we were six under, uh, six under on the front. And normally you make all your strokes on the front nine. So we go to one, Kit birdies one, I birdie one, two. Uh, we both, unfortunately, were right off the front of the green in uh, two on number two. Both made par. And then I birdied three, and I thought, bang, Biscuit, we're off to the races. Like, we're going to go 10 or 11 today. You're back really in the hunt. And we just went flat. Yeah. Like, it just... It happens, but yep. it is not overrated. I would tell you that anybody who would have played it that day would have said, this is one of the greatest golf courses on the face of the earth. Nice, nice. You had mentioned, too, uh, you you played well, and, and unfortunately, you know, your your team didn't necessarily, uh, you know, do as well as, as you would have liked. Uh, I know Harv's going to mention it. Uh, the Pro-Am, uh, what was the winning score? 33 under? Yep. Um, yeah. So I guess you just need to work on inflating your cap a little bit more because I'm pretty sure that guy was doing that. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> there's no excuses. Uh, I should have played better. I, I should have played better. I'll tell you one thing. Um, you know, we had a great start at Spy and then a great start at Pebble again and had that mid-round low, eat a couple of bogeys, which you just can't do in this format. Yeah. I'm never going to question another man's handicap. Well, not publicly or on air. <laughs> um, I will. All I would all I would say is, as much as he's a fantastic guy and I love him to death, and I know him, uh, <laughs> you know, I did smile a little bit to see Fitzgerald miss the cut this year. <laughs> <laughs> that did not hurt my feelings, boys. I'm going to be honest. With Larry you. Legend. Um, but, but. Those guys, they, they played on Sunday, you know. Alex Smith went out there and yeah, he made double eagle because he stroked on six. And I looked at the scoreboard and I was like, well, Mac made par or bogey on six. So Alex must have hit it. And I, the people that were watching told me he hit it to like 12 feet and made the putt. And I thought, good for him. You know what? There's there's a lot of good amateur players in this field. Um, you can debate handicaps up and down any way you want to. People would people at my club on any given day will say, Yeah, there's no way you're an eight index. Well, they don't see me the days that I'm playing like a twelve or thirteen, so Yeah, I'm i I'm currently sitting in a room with two guys that are exactly like that. So <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> just, One you know for what? sure. What like... catch me on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um you had you had mentioned Mac. Uh, did you happen to have a chance to to host the all the Canadians again this year, or did that that happen? We, you know what, we know we do that kind of every year. We host a bunch of pros and guys. A lot of our most of our clients on tour. Um, this year we were, you know, we had 
Canadians down and we had some clients and uh, growers from the area here. But our Canadian friends had to go back and they had to PCR negative to get back into the country. So what we said is we're just going to keep a really tight group. So we didn't host our party. I got a lot of grief over it from people. Um, yeah, I'm hoping next year. Next year we'll be back to a full house. Although it was kind of nice and quiet, and not as much clean up. Spent my day washing floors and mopping the place up today just to <laughs> get back to a normal life. That there's nothing like that dose of reality. You go from playing Pebble Beach to mopping floors on the Monday. Uh, <laughs> but we didn't do it. I ran into a bunch. I ran into Mac and chatted with them and uh, Adam and. You know, a whole bunch of guys, but uh, right on. we didn't have the party. I got to ask you about your uh, attire for the week. Did you have like 20 different uh, fits picked out and you had to pick four of the top 20 or did you just have four right from the get-go? Those are the four. No, so now, now you're getting inside the, like, peeking inside the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, know, you know what? We have, we have friends, we're investors in their company and they've been lifelong friends of ours and so they come down we have a tradition that weekend before we do fashion shows so i run up and down the stairs and change my clothes nice and they we pick out about 12 outfits that everybody likes uh or at least that i like uh, and they like some of and then (laughs) it comes down to i promise that i'll give them one of theirs and then on any given morning it's whatever mood you're in so uh, Pebble was very pink and, and Carolina blue. Yep. Yep. Saw that one. It, and, yeah. And I wanted that one and that was my pick and I planned that since last summer. So I love what, uh, what, what the, uh, Josh Creel, really good guy. The other pro we played with and he said, I can't remember what hole I just made a couple of birdies and he goes, okay, man. You better have some game to wear that, and so I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you do, guys. will give you a brief. Dowie Vanderwalt was on the practice green. Uh, oh yeah, it's just off at 13, um, and it was just the two of us. Everyone else had left for some reason, and uh, and he looks at me. He says, "David, says, you have to be pretty comfortable in your own masculinity to wear that." <laughs> And I said, do you have a problem with yours? <laughs> and that was it. And he laughed, and that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> no, I, uh, I brought a lot of shoes down. I brought yeah. a lot of clothes down. I'll bring a lot of them back because I'll need them this summer. Right but on. That's great. That's my, that's my signature piece is what I wear. And it Absolutely. inspires me to try to play a little better. Right on. Yeah, what are we getting into? Yeah, you want to stick around for uh, some of our thoughts on the tournament? Absolutely, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, right on. Tom Hoagie. I wasn't going to lead with Hoagie. I was just going to kind of lead, maybe get Dave's thoughts on this too. With um, Like if you take Cantlay and Spieth out of the top 30 in this tournament, that leaderboard kind of looks like the Puerto Rico Open. Like what are your thoughts on the, the guys not – the big names not being there when this is kind of a marquee event or has been for decades, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'll share two thoughts with you. First of all, we are going to get to Hoagie at some point, aren't we? Yep, yes. oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Cause Tom and I go back yeah. 12 years. So, 
Um, we'll get there. I shared two thoughts. One, I thought Monaghan did uh, as good of a job as you could uh, with this Premier Golf League and the Saudi uh, challenge kind of to the PGA Tour that's going on right now. He's, what he said is you need to pass. You always need to get an exemption to leave and play on another tour. And he, I, I don't, I'm not sure if you guys covered it in the past, but what he said, because he had a lot of guys wanting to go play the Saudi event, because some of them are getting two, two and a half million dollars just to show up. So hard to tell a guy he can't take two and a half million dollars when he is by PGA Tour rules an independent contractor. Right. Mm-hmm. So when he said, if you played two of the last three years in the tournament, we'll give you an exemption. You can go play Saudi. If you haven't played two of the last three years at the AT&T, we'll give you an exemption if you commit to play two of the next three years. So what I would tell you is, while there may not have been a lot of guys here this year, this field is going to be rock star field next year. Right on. Year okay. that. And like, that, that was why I brought it up. Like if, if it was just kind of going to get kind of passed to the wayside because of the, the big money offered overseas, but good thing that they're uh, putting a stop to that or limiting who yeah, can I mean, all go. Yeah, he did a good job of splitting the baby in half and saying, I don't want to take money away from you, but you're going to make us money too. And the second thing is, and nobody knows this, it's actually an insane thing. I don't know why I asked to see it, but I did. About a month and a half ago, I asked for their tour ratings. I want to see the ratings from all the networks. And the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, in spite of what every golfer thinks, and look, we all think it, I want you know, who wants to see freaking celebrities and CEOs or Bill Murray? I don't want to see Macklemore. I want to watch golf. The fact is that after the match, after the majors and um, the players, this is the number one TV rated event on the PGA schedule. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Yeah, that is. I could see it. Do you think it has anything to do with Clint Eastwood being there most years? Because <laughs> that guy is like an electric factory in the booth. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't get to see him in the booth. I saw him presenting the trophy, and I thought, like, ay, ay, ay. He didn't make it into not, the booth. He didn't make great. it into the booth. Yeah, he's not, yeah, he wasn't in the booth this year. They didn't have enough power to keep him plugged in the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't fully thawed yet. Uh. So so I think I think what it says is it's, it's what I would call the top golf uh, phenomenon. You know what? The casual fans actually do want to see those guys. And they'll watch some golf and they will see it. So uh, while I would say I think it's disgraceful that um, so few of the top 50 in the world were there, we had one hell of a golf tournament. I mean, with three holes to play, I said it's going to be a playoff and we're going to have some – Jordan will be in it and Cantley will be in it and Hoagie will be in it. I said we could have four or five guys in the playoffs. So – yeah, you look at a lot of events and you go this finish. Well, Hoagie making birdie at seventeen and Spieth playing eighteen like I've never seen anyone but me play um, <laughs> play it. Like literally, like Jordan should have made birdie for sure. Yeah, uh, it, it made it. It was still a very compelling golf tournament, like till very close to the end. Oh, absolutely. We should let's get to Hoagie then. Yeah, I um, think uh, former former get like yourself, former guest of the show. Uh, 
a great guest when he came on and I think we were looking back, couldn't believe it was like almost two years ago now that he was on the show. Yeah. But great guy and, and obviously anyone that's been on the show we we follow with a very close eye and, and so to have someone like that who's who's been on the tour, you know, taking his lumps for a little bit here to see him come out on top. Obviously you have a relationship with him. Um was just beautiful to yeah. see. Two hundred two hundred and one starts on PGA Corn Ferry yeah. events before he got his first win. So that's awesome. Incredible. And I, I think in one of the pods I was on with you guys, I told you the story about taking him out to Riverside when he was straight out of college. And That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, I told you that story. So every time I ever see him, he's so respectful. Mr. Dubay, and nobody calls him Mr. Dubay. Um, <laughs> but... He's always so respectful. So on Tuesday, I'm walking through the park. I'm toting my bag. My cat is eating breakfast. And so I'm hauling my bag. And, I go, and he's on the other side. So I call to Mr. Hoagie. He goes, hey, Mr. Dubé, how are you? And I said, great playing so far this year. You're my pick. You're going to win this year. And he said, he says to me, I hope you're right. And I said, well, I'm seldom wrong. <laughs> he probably thought I... He probably thought, what an arrogant ass. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. I, I made sure I was down in the media area when he walked 18, uh, walked off 18 through the, the gauntlet. Uh, I was the first guy to greet him, and I said, I told you I'm seldom wrong, Tom. <laughs> 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 and he gave me a big hug, and he thanked me. And I just thought of how his life had changed there with his wife. Um, he played like a rock star, but he played great at the Amex, too. I saw a lot of things. I watched a lot of that tournament. I watch a lot of golf leading up to this. Just it's a cathartic experience. Um, and I watched him play, and I said, "He's ready. He's finally ready to win, not just to contend." Yeah, well, a couple was, guys picked him to win this week, I guess. Then, yeah, Harv <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam in picks, sort of. I mean, Grant. Granted. I saw Harv Adam in picks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he. Well, he had Burger, and then Burger. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I had Burger. You heard it. <laughs> Did he COVID out? I never heard. I, I was invited to an event with them on Wednesday, and I was like, I got people flying in from all over the place. I'm, I'm not going to go. And then I see WD that night, and I, I didn't know what the story was. I think it was an injury because Knup was saying he was battling an injury for the last couple weeks. Yeah, not sure. But, yeah, just one last thought on okay. on Tom, though. Like, I mean, what a, what a nails finish, though. 16, 17, oh. just – 17 the door, unreal the door down well he hit it to nine inches on 16 yeah <laughs> like and that's the thing that you you see a lot more on the pga tour is these guys like everyone belongs on that tour right and so you you see these guys that are you know if you're not following golf on a regular basis like you had mentioned one of the the higher watched events and you might see that name and be like oh this is a crazy comfort well these guys are incredible players and they don't necessarily wilt under pressure anymore. And so, I mean, Jordan's up there, Cantlay's up there. He could have easily just kind of backed off when he saw those names, but no, just hammer down, go throw a few darts, and and win the gosh darn. Yeah, thing. it certainly speaks to the like the parody of the PGA Tour. Like it's not twenty years ago where he had one guy, and when he was in it, it was like ninety five percent chance he's winning. Now anyone can win, and I think that's way better. Way better. Yeah. yeah. And got a shout out Callaway. So, I mean, so I got a, he was rock, a rocking guys. the old uh, two ball. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, Dave. No, no, go ahead. 
<laughs> well, I was just saying it's nice to see two balls all over the course as, as fellow Team Callaway guys. The OG two ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was his oh, comment. Uh, I was going to ask you guys because I didn't see it. What did he hit off the tee on 18? Uh, oh, he hit dog. He hit over the tree, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but then he laid up. He went driver, sand wedge, like eight, like wedge or something like that. Yeah. His second shot was only 130 yards. Yeah. You you can't imagine how intimidating that tee shot has to be with the two shot lead. You're going. I mean, we've seen, we've seen. I think we saw Tiger hit iron off that tee one time with the lead. He only just, hit. for a guy like that. You just you're coming off that adrenaline high. With all those stands around 17 now, like you can only put them on one side. It's not like 16 at Waste Management will see this way quick to call a team. But there is one full, like, two-deck set of stands uh, on 17. Makes birdie there, phenomenal, gutsy putt there. And then you go to 18, you know your two shots up. I mean, the media, they're all around. They'll tell you what you are. You can't yeah. score <laughs> it there. Yeah. Uh, you go on. All I gotta do is make par here. Sometimes when all you gotta do is make par, that's the hardest score to make. Yeah, I don't even yeah. like playing that hole on like two K when I got it like turned up really hard. <laughs> <laughs> like it's difficult. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's not quite the same. But I gotta, I gotta correct. I gotta correct this. He actually only hit it two thirty four off the tee. So oh. he, yeah. he hit less than driver for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't driver, Dave. <laughs> I yeah. might, I may have taken, Bob? went to take a leak during that tee shot. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got only, kids. Well, I'm yeah. grateful you didn't ask me what I did on eight. <laughs> <laughs> we can now. No, you cannot. <laughs> uh, the last thing on Hoagie, that, I mean, talking about me part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're past that. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, Tiger video resurfaced where the the reporter asked him if he knew who Tom Hoagie was a few years back. And Tiger was just like, "What? What is that? Or yeah. who is that?" So, <laughs> Several years back, yeah. Yeah, they had to. That had to Good. resurface this week, and then resurfaced on PGA Twitter, and it said Tom Hoagie PGA Tour winner Tiger or something like that. Yeah, like, nice, nice. So that was good. They did that. Um, who else did I ever? Spieth. We talked about a little bit already. I mean, that's a tough bogey on seventeen, but obviously everyone's talking about the cliff shot. Like, how close was that to the ocean? How intimidating would that shot be, Dave, do you think? There is absolutely zero chance in hell I ever would attempt that shot. Is that, it was that bad, eh? You were going to win the tournament, David, if you just hit this over the, I would be like, I'm taking my penalty drop and going back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no chance. It's 65 feet straight down. I don't mean a little bumpy like you might survive it. There's zero chance you're even bumping anything on the way down. Yeah. Like you're just dead when on um, impact. Yeah, and there's a another good tweet on that one. The, uh, the it was like a maintenance guy yeah. who said <laughs> shout out to the guys who cut that grass every day for 16 bucks an hour. <laughs> Hell, I I will I will tell you I hit a two iron, um, in the tournament. Hit it great. Everyone's like, God, great shot! All the pros, great shot. We get up there. There's two balls in the fairway. Now I'm amateur. Let's not even talk about him as the CEO of SoFi. Um, but we're not going to talk about him. Uh, <laughs> he's got a game to attend next week. Balls in the fairway. Pardon me? I said he's got a game to attend next week. 
No, yeah, no, I won't be going. He, he has a game to attend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, go that on. Game will take as long. That game will take as long as about it takes him to play nine holes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's all I'm saying about that. Okay. So <laughs> two iron yet? Uh, oh, oh no! And he's like, oh, it's a driving iron, and he goes, oh, we got two seventy like to the edge of the thing. We both did the numbers, and I was like, yeah, no problem. I just roast this thing. Get up there, I see two balls up there. Josh Creel looks back at me and just shakes his head. I'm like, you're joking, right? And then I get up to the top of the hill, and I see the little white flag that it went in. And the marshal said, like, it was a half rotation from staying up. And I just thought when I saw that uh, Jordan Spieth video, that could have been me, and there's no chance. Like, what if that dirt just gives out (laughs) on your front foot? Like... Or yeah. just, just it was an earthquake at that moment in your life. Or something <laughs> happens. Like, what a way oh to go, God, though. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you yell guts from the gods on your way down, or what? <laughs> Who are you going to tell? But I went out of Bellevue, Beach, like, slipping and chunking one into the ocean and died. <laughs> yeah, the amazing thing is when you want to... You want to see the talent of these guys? That shot where he couldn't put any weight on his front foot and he just flicks at it. He, he was hitting, it was 152 from the front edge to the, sorry, from the cliff to the front edge of the green. And that hole was, I think that pin was 18 off the front. I got my thing right here. I'll look it up. Um, it was near the back, yeah. Yeah, it was a back pin. Sorry, I'm just pulling out my tee sheet here. My pin sheet. <laughs> Got it handy. Oh, 17. Nice. Yeah, no. Yeah, sorry. I keep it. It's here. It was, it was 15. It was 15 off the front of that green. So he had a 165, 167-yard shot. He just flicked at it with his hands, and he was running backwards, and he still put it over the green. I don't know. I can't do that. Maybe you guys can. And he's still straight adrenaline. He's not still on twirled his club on the way on, his, on the way back while he was running away. Yeah, yeah, he's running away. <laughs> yeah, you got to run away. Oh, yeah, that's one of those you hit it and you immediately sprint backwards. Yeah, uh, just but in case of an earthquake. Spieth probably has a bone to pick with that Justin Ray though. After that all-time jinx tweet about how he'd be the the biggest come from behind after thirty six trailing after thirty six holes by eleven. If he won and kind of hinted that he was all but running away with the thing when he tweeted it, and then yeah. Hoagie co- comes out and wins. So. I mean, there was a pile of jinxing. Everybody was all in on Spieth. Yeah. All, all the big medias are were all over him, like they always are. I mean, yeah. rightfully so. He is kind of a roller coaster of emotions out there, but it's kind of exaggerated, I would say, mm. with him. Yeah. It's like there's there's a lot of golfers out there that are doing similar things to him, like the ups and downs. But because he's who he is, it's yeah, getting that's well. Fair. And then he misses a five foot putt on seventeen, something that you don't see him do that often. No. So, yeah. Um, who else did I have? Can- I think he's back, though, guys. Don't you think he's back? Oh yeah, he's I back. Well, oh, for sure. Back, yeah. Like he's he's a chance at the Masters. A he's a good chance at the Masters. He's as back as anyone in this era is. Like it's not like you're back to full on domination because that's just not a thing anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
but he's Stricker back, you know, where Stricker lost everything and came back and was a, a really good, excellent player again. And I think Spieth's seen that he's been on the dark side. Yeah. And I, I, for my money, if, if I could pick one guy in the field at Augusta, it'd be him now. Yeah. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> yeah, noted. I think so. uh, Futures. Cantley finished T4. I don't know. I kind of wrote down like, is that? Do you think he? Obviously, he's not disappointed, but I mean, he was the the odds-on favorite. Everyone was high on him to finish fourth. Is that still good? Yeah, you can never yeah. be mad about a top five. Yeah, I don't think so. PGA event. I don't. I think. mean, he I probably feels. But it kind of immediately just, after probably felt like he let it slip away a little bit. But it kind of goes back to that thing we have said in the past about how golf is one where like favorites aren't really a thing. Like yeah, how in other sports, like when. I don't know. What were the Chiefs' favorite against the Bengals? Uh, that's enough. <laughs> you can't do team sports, but yeah, that's... No. no. <laughs> we're not bringing that up. <laughs> I'm just trying to slip it in there. Um, and uh, interesting one I found was Pat Perez, T9, T6 last week. Those are his best finishes since October of 2019. Oh, another guy that's back. Yeah. I thought that one was kind of <laughs> interesting just because, like, yeah, I haven't heard of that guy in... Yeah, Double D, what's uh, what's your thoughts on Pat? Like, he seems like you see him obviously on lots of different uh, podcast interviews, stuff like that. Seems like a very laid back. Pat Cantley or Pat Perez? Perez. Oh. Um, we're past Cantley now. <laughs> okay. uh, what are your thoughts on <laughs> on PP and uh, just his general vibe out there? Well, two things. Well, I could tell a lot of stories, but Pat. <laughs> um, Two things, don't give him a lot of red wine or you'll hear everything you want to know. <laughs> he, is, he is a piece of work and he's a lot of fun. And when you get him being honest, he's a, just a little too honest for anyone's comfort zone. Um, <laughs> I would say this, one, look out for him this week at Waste Management. Yeah. yeah. I assume he's in the field. I haven't, I haven't looked at the field. Um, but when, he's, when, he's hot, when he gets a heater going, Perez can play the game. He still can play the game very, very well. He's a Southern Cal guy. Uh, he's not afraid of Poana. And he can play all the desert events. you got to always remember, when you're on the West Coast, those East Coast guys, those guys that play Bermuda all the time, they don't like putting the Poana. They, they'll all, do you notice nobody bitched about how bumpy the greens were this year? Nobody said you couldn't putt these greens. They all were complimentary. Uh, so I'd look out for him a lot next week. He's never going to be a major contender because, um, look, I like the guy, but I mean, Pat's a bit of a flake. We used to show the same golf coach, uh, Drew Steckel, and uh, Drew pretty much fundamentals. Once you hit a draw all the time, uh, and, and you know Pat's a streaky player. Yep, you won't see him for six months, and all of a sudden he'll have five or six weeks for his hot. And I think he's on one of those right now. So I'd look out for him, Not probably not at the Honda. He's going to have to make his hay here in the Genesis. Um, and then he gets to the East Coast and he'll disappear again. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. He is playing this week. Yeah. So. Okay. Perfect, perfect uh, atmosphere for him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll thrive for that. The only other player I wanted, wanted to touch on was uh, Fitzy. And that's just because he finished T6 and now I'm going to have to pick him all the time again. Like it's just it's an it's you can't happening. you can't quit him. I just can't quit that guy. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully he can actually play two good tournaments in a row here. So right on. 
uh, uh, Canadians, I guess. Canadians, we do Canadians to, yeah. To we had to finish off. We had a solid week. Uh, Taylor loves this place. T14. Uh, great Sunday for him. Hadwin and Hughes both T16. So very solid finishes there. Pendrith and Svensson both T49. Uh, Svensson been coming out with hot starts and then kind of fizzling on the weekends but the yeah, Canadian Charlie Hoffman it's only yeah it's only a matter of time before he puts it all together I think yep same with Pendrith like that guy can that guy could win any week really I think but uh, I saw him win the uh, 1832 by Bateman Open live <laughs> live on location yeah I was live I took I took Edmund, like uh, seven story posts <laughs> nice uh, Double D any thoughts on the Canadians this week a couple. Um, I think Spenny just spit the bit. You know what? You can't go out. You have trouble once you went to spy. Uh, if you get greedy at spy, you get poor at spy. Like, mm. it's going to eat your lunch, and it was filthy, nasty. Uh, the pin position, honestly, I, I had to ask the, the greenkeeper came up. I saw him uh, yesterday afternoon, and, and I said, look, the greens were spectacular. Who picked the pins? Like, I didn't know I qualified for the U.S. Open. I mean, we went out there, and these pins are four on and two from the front, and I'm looking at them going, you just go for the middle of the green, you still got a 30-foot putt. They were ridiculously hard, and I think he got caught up in that. Had right. he been going to MPCC or something, he'd been okay. Really happy uh, to see Adam Hadwin bounce back. He's had a yeah. tough role here. Um, I ran into, like I told you, I chatted with him in the parking lot one day. And, you know, Nick's a, he's a former champion. Mac and his partner, I think Alex Smith brings out the best in Mac at this tournament, honestly. I think it chills them out. They know each other. They're comfortable. But to see Adam come back and play, he's starting to play to his potential. Adam's a great, I, I think, could easily be top 50 player in the world consistently. We've seen him there before. So mm-hmm. it was a real bounce back for him. And my only other question is, I was shocked to see uh, Roger not in the field. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe this was his week off. The tournament fell in a really, really, really awkward time where, you know, you got Tori, you got this, you got Waste Manager, you got Genesis, then you got Honda, then you got Arnold Palmer. You can't play seven weeks in a row. You got to pick one to take off. I would have, if I was him, I would have taken the Amex off and played this. Yeah. Um, but... I was a little surprised to see him not in the field. Yeah. It's like any one of those events, it's like, oh, I can't believe you're taking this week off. But then it's like, well, you got to take one of them off. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he is he is back playing this week. And I did see on social media he was skiing this week. So it was a full-blown off week for him. Just taking some time with that. Uh, yeah. So Doing taking some time probably. off. Um, <laughs> Ace's birthday shots of the week before we let Double D go. Well, I guess we got to get his shot of the week. Yeah, uh, aces. I didn't find any except for this uh, amateur, Neil Watts. Remember this story? Do you see it? I uh, don't. Well, maybe. He has made 12 aces in the past seven months. Oh, my. <laughs> so, Bronell obviously thinks this is fake. but what a fucking hog. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. 100%. <laughs> so, any... But... For us that don't every ha- guy who doesn't have one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but he gave us a little a tip for the guys that don't have one, and that's uh, just believe. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's all it takes. <laughs> that was his oh, quote in the you. article. Just believe. Okay. Guess I'm out then. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd have some Waterford Crystal in the house tonight if it was just believed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, birthdays, uh, Richard Bland, birthday, 52, 53. Right, yeah. He was right up there in the DP World Tour last week. He's good. Yes. Yeah. Lost in playoff. And uh, known uh, cooler sitter, Fluff. Yep. Happy birthday, Fluff. Yep. Had one, too. What's happening on there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Missed that. Uh, shots of the week. Tough one. Tough one to miss. <laughs> uh, well, I already said mine. Hoagie to inside a foot on 16. Like, that was absolutely yeah, incredible. The dagger. Yeah. Yep. Somewhat. Mine was uh, Robert Garrigus. I think he started on hole 10. That's a par three in one of the courses. Oh, and hit the pin? Hit the pin. Yeah. Like that For was, the ace. And he was, like, walking it in off the tee box, and then just they... He's now a GIF. They made a GIF of that. Yeah. His reaction. As they so. should. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 100%. So. Uh, Double D, you got a shot of the week? One of mine? Or, no. Yeah. I'm going to say speed. Having a ball to, to hit that one on eight. <laughs> love it. Independent of the outcome. I just love the guts to do that. Right on. Perfect. And one, we need one of yours, too. What was your shot yeah, of the week? Yeah, what was your own shot of the week? My shot of the week was number four at Spy. Um, Cole's called Kneeling Pew. If you look it up, it's an insane golf hole. And almost half the time I play it, I make birdie. And I hit it to a foot on my second shot. Hit two iron, uh, wedge to a foot, and tapped that one in. Yes. So that was net eagle. That was fun. Oh, that's a good That's a good feeling walking off that green. Yeah. Uh, Heck yeah. Wonderful. Dude wipes. Dude, There's only one guy. Poor Seamus Power, man. Yeah, Seamus, that's a 36-hole record and walks away in I don't even know. Yeah. Did he finish top 10? They're around there. They think just outside. Yeah, yeah that's a tough tough way to do it. Um, don't want to talk about it too much because I picked him the last couple times, three of the last like four weeks. And luckily I didn't pick him this week, so uh, maybe I was on to something. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. David, as as always, always good to have you on the show. Um, we appreciate you coming on, hopping on for a good, oh, wow, 40 minutes of Pebble Beach recap. Nice to hear some stories from you. Uh, can't wait to to get you back up to Canada and get you down to uh, to our home course this, this summer. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm making the commitment, boys. I'm coming down. And so um, save some credits and get me some lawnmower, and we'll go. Absolutely. We'll yeah, maybe do that. see him in Toronto, too. Yes, for Hopefully. sure. Right on. Big thanks to Double D for joining the boys. Pleasure as always. Nice to hear some uh, some thoughts on the tournament and plenty of tidbits in that interview, I think. I mean, that's just a staple every year now, right? Yes. He's just on after that week. Yeah, well, COVID didn't allow him to go for the last couple yeah. of years, so uh, nice to have him back. I still feel like if we like planned a trip, the DTG trip, we could get hooked up pretty good down there. No pressure, Dave, but... <laughs> Well, I think uh, I think he'd be uh, open arms. What do you mean hooked up? Like he'd make a supper or something? <laughs> That's all I care about. I invited to I hear supper. he's. <laughs> I mean, he talks about it all the time. Yeah, he's really good chef. Loves to I cook. Know. I believe it. You guys could have a whatever wall of chefs or whatever the hell is it called? What's that new one called? Level up or some shit? Next level chef. Yeah, great like, show. Is it? Oh mm. yeah. Hmm. Do you got to take face off against Gordon at the end? Gordo. Nah. Take your word for it. Uh, Have you got any news prepared? Yeah, a couple things. Might as well get to them uh, here quick. 
Um, start off, the LPGA is making an all-access behind-the-scenes mm. show, just kind of how the PGA is doing. This could be good. They're hey. starting to get Not if you more and more, hey? <laughs> more and more popular. This is perfect for them. Yep. Just yeah. keep keep drumming up the bass. Well, I mean, now that it's so easy, not easy, but it, that stuff is more readily produced and available, mm. why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. Who cares if no one watches it? It's not really any extra work other than the people that are doing the filming and editing. Which you probably already have available to them anyway. Exactly. C- completely agree, Harv. What's going on? Next. Hopefully this stays. Well, Hopefully this uh, uh, just getting them out stays. Now. Yeah. Just getting them out yeah, now. Yeah. Next. Um, well, the Saudi League uh, contracts are starting to filter out. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Poulter was offered $22 million, Bryson offered $135 million. Um, DJ and Westwood have come out that they've signed NDAs, so obviously they can't yeah. talk about what they've been offered. But like, What was the DJ quote? It's Some- not the same as Poulter's. <laughs> <laughs> they asked if he had a similar offer. He said it's not similar, but so I would imagine DJ is probably two hundred fifty million. Got to be. That's insane to me. It's, it's more. Crazy. It's more insane to me um, that they can generate that revenue to pay that. How can they? <laughs> well, if you believe the rumors, like, it's top- all like illegal money that this is they're just willing they're to lose it. that so they can wash the majority of it yeah. so how much money are they making obviously yeah. so much that they need to they'd be happy with making like 100 150 how are they million making so much though like how tickets. are they gonna make that much well they're not if they can clean a billion dollars for 300 million to clean money in, in gates maybe that's what they're willing to do they probably have that much mm. If you believe the rumors, yeah. Just I, don't I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm just putting that out there. Don't I don't. Them and it's just in case someone listens to yeah. us, I don't believe it. Next. Um, no, not quite next. Oh. Um, Phil, who's, I mean, all but on that tour <laughs> at this point in time, <laughs> came out and basically called the PGA greedy, and how they've missed out on all sorts of money over the years, and blah blah blah. They hold his videos. They Which make him pay his for his own videos back. Yeah, but no one has the ability to do that. Yeah. I don't that one I don't get on his part. Mm. I think uh I'm not sure if you have this in the news, but it all ties into it's starting to become more and more obvious. Uh our friend Ryan at Monday Q has been now that he's getting a little bit more well known and starting to go to some of these he's sti- signed with the uh, Fire Pit Collective or whatever. So he's attending these events and he's trying to take videos of the guys that people don't even know about monday qualifiers stuff like that he's falling around taking videos and all of his shit's getting shut down and he's just like no one would ever see these guys play if it wasn't for me showing them what am i taking away from you yeah nothing like, and that's where phil's point comes in yeah it's like you literally wiped and mlb does it too they wipe the planet clean the internet clean of this these guys baseball makes a tiny bit of sense because every pitch, every play is on TV. But golf? Like, why on earth are you wiping some guy Baldwin. on the 10th tee on Friday off the internet? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. But I hate it. Lots of people think Phil is in the wrong here. And it just goes to show that I was right again. Phil is Lots a piece of, of people. <laughs> Phil is a piece of shit. <laughs> I was right again. So... 
another theme that'll come up again later. Um, but yeah, Brandel Chambly really called him out, saying, "Why are you hitching your wagon to this mafia or whatever you want to call it, run mm-hmm. league?" And Brooks actually had a good tweet about saying, "I don't think Phil should ever use the word greedy <laughs> when describing someone else or something like yeah, that." Yeah, probably not. I'll give you that. It's a good point. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see w- when it all comes out. Uh, I'm just gonna do a m- middle of your next next. Uh, did you see Brandel and Bailey Shambly won uh, her golf ch- club championship? No, I didn't. Just my own news. Cool. Saw it on Instagram. Nice. Dynamite uh, dropping. <laughs> 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 on to, uh, well, we'll get to around the world. So I guess the uh, the last one before we get to that is uh, Mark Lai got canceled this week. Yeah. By society. Um, <laughs> you posted that today, didn't you? By society. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, I mean, he's not a fan of women's basketball and said it on a podcast or something like that. And Nope, not, not a good in today's idea. world. Um, then he came out with like a apology tweet that also wasn't very well received about how he said, just because I'm not into it doesn't mean I'm sexist or whatever, but too late, bud. Yeah. Guilty. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he got fired from his job. <laughs> but so he's looking, he's out of work. So, yeah. That's uh, that's the last we'll hear of Mark Lai. Um, <laughs> next, the DP. RIP, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Until that day, that's the next time you'll hear of Mark Lai. Um, DP World Tour, the uh, Razal Kamai Championship presented by Phoenix Capital, was won by Nikolai Hogard. Mm-hmm. Um, real nice trophy. Kind of like a little orb, mm. bronzy, almost looks like a setting sun. On a wooden pedestal. What was yeah. the, what was the feel like for that event? Not decent. great. Not great, but decent. It's kind of spread out throughout the world this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, not a lot of talk about that one. No. Um. Couple, How was the other one going on? Couple things though. Uh, Nikolai's brother Rasmus could add shot of the week when he just straight up sculled it to like two inches from like 180 yards out, out of his fairway bunker or mm. desert but whatever. And Cockrell, who mixed, missed the cut, actually holed out for Eagle on his last last hole of the tournament. Really? Yeah. Good for Aaron. So that was but good. But missed the cut. But missed the I cut. I heard it. Okay. Just, just trying to end on a positive note. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh I, oh, I meant to bring up with uh, Dave what his thoughts on that trophy was, because that one's not very nice at the, the Pebble, Pebble Beach. Beach. Yeah. That like glass, glass with the ball in the middle. It's a it's a notable. Tro- they try to stuff it down your throat by having it in the logo and stuff like like. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on TV a lot. So yeah, the the Saudi international also went on this S- week. Speaking of endings, this might be a top five ending of all time. All time, yeah. Ninety two foot putt for eagle. By to totally cover up that you almost shit yourself. <laughs> by Harold Varner the third, big win for that guy. Did he bogey sixteen and seventeen? I think it was just it might have just been seventeen. It was seventeen for sure. Yeah, but he had some bogeys down the stretch to blow it, and then par five needs birdie, just goes and jars an eagle. That's his first win internationally. Yes, I yep. believe so. Yeah, crazy. And comes and comes with a vault up to top fifty in the world and getting all the majors. Yep, was the big talk afterwards. Huge. Yeah, that's a huge. Which is 
so weird. It's not even. It's essentially like an unsanctioned event. <laughs> yeah, which counts which for still yeah, counting rankings. for golf oh, rankings. I looked up Bubba today because I was looking at picks for Phoenix, and I was looking at the World Golf Ranks, and I was like, why does Bubba go up like forty spots? I guess he finished solo second at this yeah, event. He did. It's like, what the fuck's he moving up that <laughs> far for? Yeah, it's weird. Like you win the you win Riviera, you don't move that far up. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. Uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't get it. <laughs> Those things are the most flawed system in the world. Well, second behind golf handicaps. But other than that, it's flawed. Uh, a couple other notable things. Um, Bryson withdrew from this tournament. And there was a big stink about how it's, oh, it's from his weight training catching up to him and blah, blah, blah. Look at these stats. He was actually better when he was smaller. and He was about the same. Well, he has a major with the bulk up. That's, yeah. And he got to fourth in the world versus fifth in the world. So, splitting S- hairs. Similar, but. Score, yeah. Scoring average is down 0.1 yeah. point <laughs> from, from uh, <laughs> when he was thin or thinner. Um, so, they're like, that's what it was. He's like, and Bryson came out and said, I actually got it doing something else. Turned out it was ping pong. Really? Yeah. Oh, he actually admitted it. Well, someone came out and said he was playing ping pong and it was like a wet floor and he slipped. Oh, beer pong then, if it's a wet floor. Maybe. Has to be. Could be, but yeah, that's ping pong injury. Okay. Um, Yeah, uh, there was a 14-year-old in this tournament. And results? Ratchman Chantananuat. Nailed it. (laughs) Uh, Well, he missed the cut. But after two rounds, they're like, this guy's tied with Sergio, and he's ahead of Lowry and who all these other guys. Oh. He's 14 years old, and then missed the cut. After four mm. holes. Oh, no, didn't miss the cut. Had a terrible weekend. Oh, so like he dead last. The I FL, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Richard Lee, Canadian, was in the tournament. Missed the cut. And the I bi- love those. <laughs> and the big, <laughs> the big question coming out of this is: Can slash should players be banned from the PGA if they go over and play these events? But do they put Dave, that to yeah. to rest? Basically, yeah, saying did. we'll let you go, but you got to play AT and T the next two of the next three years. And I, I like think that. It's I think they can go even further. Be like, yeah, you can go. See you in Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to come play one of our lesser ones then. Yeah, yeah. See the Rocket Mortgage. Yeah. So yeah, they'll never ban them unless no. obviously they commit like to the league. Right, right, right. Um next, LPGA, the Drive On Championship, won by Leona Maguire. And you know what? I'm kind of happy that it was kind of someone new. Were yeah. were all of the other players in the tournament? Good you're chunk not, of them. Ones. You're not yeah. saying Nelly or yeah. Lydia or mm-hmm. Jin Young Ko or yeah. whatever, but Someone else turned it on for one week. Was it? A, was she, is she a first-time wear? Uh, I do not know, know that. that. Okay. Didn't didn't dive that deep. Didn't want to say it because Knoop would probably try and count it for his first-time winner. <laughs> Bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have to start using other leagues or yeah, other tours. Ain't gonna catch it. Um, but yeah, Brooke was T eleven, um, and Emma LeBlanc miscut. Darn. Mm. Uh, another good trophy. It's like a giant kind of martini glass type thing. Anything you can drink out of is a good trophy. Yeah, just make me. it. Just well, make it those neat. glass ones, you could drink technically drink out of them, but they all stink. Yeah, 
Yeah, but there's a there's a fine line, but a noticeable line when it's like a flower vase versus something you can drink out. Yeah, of. that's fair. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you got yep. your kachina this week. Yep, one of the uh, best. Speaking of uh, this week, good time to get into it. Are you done? Nope. Corn Ferry Tour. Oh, and we're done. Sorry. Uh, Panama Championship won by Carson Young. Um, this trophy not so good. Just a bowl on a piece of wood. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I can drink out of it though. You could, yeah. <laughs> Eat a bowl of soup out of it for sure. Any notables? Uh, Stu Mac, 56. You know what that guy needs? DTG bump. Pod yeah. bump. Appearance on the pod. Get him on. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, Ash K back. Jim missed the cut. I'm all over that guy. Like, I'm starting to think now, like, they're going to break up once they get away from the Caribbean swing here. Well, once it, she, uh, she wanted the free trip. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, he's going to the PGA Tour. Uh, There's lots of free trips in the PGA Tour. That could be it. Ah, give it a year. <laughs> and then uh, Big Mike also missed the cut. <laughs> he always got ahead. <laughs> it. I think if like that's the first thing Harv does when he goes to do the news is just like, what did Where's, Big Mike what do? What did Big week? Mike do? Uh, Can't wait. First to thing I do is check if there was any DQs because those are my favorite things. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it's Big yeah. Mike when it's Corn Ferry Tour. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that that's it for news. Uh, I was just gonna say. As my tangent into waste management, uh, Knoop's not here. So, did you prepare a little preview? No, I didn't prepare. Yeah, no. so I got the Canadians. But since he's are not we calling them or what? Since he's not here, uh, yeah, we'll just uh, avoid it. Yeah, for, sorry, I forgot about that. Do we want to call him right now, or you want to do pick works. recap first? Call him right now. Let me see. Let me see here. Test, test. Yep. Oh, the mic works. I want to hear his voice. All right, let me call him here. Let me call him. Do we have his number? Oh, he said he's going to sleep. He's sending his picks right now. Nope, he's Just not going to sleep. Him. He's not going to sleep. The last time this happened, we gave you a hard time. So, so call answering. him, and if he doesn't answer, that's the best possible oh, situation. Well, for we're you. calling him. Yeah. He's probably in bed. Hey. Nice try, Bronel. You're live on air. <laughs> Okay. The worst part about this, I have to do it on my damn phone again. Now I can't look at picks. I'm just going to be picking wildly off the top of my head. Well, it doesn't really matter. You guys are in last place anyway, you three. Yeah, okay. fair enough. Um, all right, let's get into... Uh, Harv's going to do the recap quick here. Yeah, Harv hasn't done the recap yet because we're not sure which well, set of picks he's using. Me and Harv will be doing the recap. Okay, sure. I have the recap right here. Yeah, I, got, I got the rest of it here. Yeah. The positive to this whole fiasco is that the listeners won so technically i didn't have to do any points like bronel or i didn't have to do any points you did the points for us harv well yeah the listeners, the won. listeners won yeah either way either yeah. way so listeners won so, and the listeners will pick again this week yeah i got those too um uh the standings are listeners 15 uh canoop 14 harv 4 maddie b4 bronel 4 huge Huge asterisks for your pick. How so? Okay. Go off. Okay, here. I'll go off. I'll start. So, Burger got... Burger with Drew, right? Correct. And then you picked Day, but you said, no, I won't take Day. I'll take Hoagie because Day was already picked. But Day was already picked by E&P as his replacement for Burger. So, why... If E&P wasn't in it, why did you switch from Day to Hoagie? 
That's a good point, <laughs> but my the easy answer there is I didn't want to deal with your guys' garbage <laughs> for like knows five more days. This is the real he thing. <laughs> five more days, you guys be like, well, you can't pick day. He has day. You can't pick burger. He has bur-. like, I just I I was sick of it. You guys just grinding me I've over the coals. I've been saving that all week. So anyways. Well, Jason, Jason Day finished T24. Not a bad finish. Nope. Uh, uh ENP's other two picks. Well, no, listeners had Cantley four, Cam Champ missed the cut, sixty four, and Joel Damon sixth for twenty five average. Won the week. Yeah, twenty five average. Twenty five average. Hmm. Won the week. What did EMP have to win the week? He had actually a twenty one average. Because we note T fourteen, day T twenty four, and old David Lipsky, the cheat code T twenty four as well. Well, yeah, so. it's a shame that he wasted those. <laughs> I wish I would have had top five. Wasted? I wish I would have done my top five waste because that was going to be number one. <laughs> so what, what was the waste? The, <laughs> the only waste was you you Wait. wasting another listener pick. So no, now we no. have to go oh, look for somebody else. So he wasted his. The best part about this is that Lipsky did not Monday qualify today. So EMP, should he be the listener picks this week? Can't well, even use him. He is. He yeah. isn't. Yeah, he won again. I got the picks here. But he can't pick Lipsky. I'm curious to see what the listeners, whichever one where you guys want to do, you guys, it it helps when they both beat everyone else because the points don't matter. They got them. This but is this week now, lines it anyway. Yeah, this week now we require one of us to actually win, so then we can just put this to bed. Okay, so who's? picks are we actually following like who are we not allowed to pick well, I have the, well we haven't got that far yet both i guess <laughs> still I still got I think to the uh, best method to take would be to not pick any of the next six names i'm 100 picking one of the guys that harv says i don't think you pick are just because just because i am <laughs> oh you're you're okay i mean Knoop did that this week he got a 65 for that guy <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, Bronell finished, finished second. So where he had Kisner. Real position picking this we're, week. We're about to find You're out on find two out. counts. Uh, Kisner missed the cut, sixty-four. Taylor fourteenth. Yeah, Danny McCarthy twelfth for thirty average. Thirty K. Kisner. I was uh, third. I had Pendrith forty-ninth. Streelman missed the cut. That could have been dude wipes. Um, sixty-four and Hoagie first for thirty-eight average. Okay, so checks out so far. We don't have any. We don't have any qualms there. Uh, Maddie B had Mito oh. Pereira sixty four, Brian Harmon sixty four, and Jordan Spieth second for forty eight average. <sighs> Canoop had uh, three question marks for sixty five. <laughs> Maverick <laughs> McNeely thirty three and Stuart Sink sixty four for fifty four average. Thirty three, thirty three and sixty four. Ninety seven, ninety eight divided by three is thirty two and a half. Where did thirty two and a half land? Third. Mm, looks like four fifth to me, but uh yeah. Third? Okay. Uh I'll do a couple notes about Phoenix here first. Canadians Connors Hadwin Sloan Taylor were the original entrance. Two Monday qualified yes. today. Ben Silverman, former pod guest. Wearing the DTG shirt surely underneath his golf shirt. Nobody wears shirts under golf shirts except we want to s- oh, okay. hitch our wagon that guy anymore. Uh, low man on at the money queue today, and then uh, Etienne Papineau also made it through in a playoff. It was this a guy, this, five, six for two, yeah, I think so. So he's coming off knee surgery last year, and this is his first PGA event, so good for him. Right Congrats. on, all right. Uh, uh let's oh, get t- oh, also Max Holmes wearing a Braves jersey this week at on hole 16 from his bet with JT Poston. So Harville would like to see that. 
Oh, I wish it was a Astros jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Dodgers lost, and he's paying for it, so that's yes, all that matters. Yes, I do like that. <laughs> Anytime they choke, it's always good. Uh, okay, let's get to uh, both sets of picks. Well, I'll go first so the real ones. I'll go with so the real stupid. ones. I'll go with the real ones. I just need um, to know who I'm... Zach S. picked Abe Answer, Ricky Fowler, and Charlie Hoffman. Oh, I'm pick, I was going to pick Fowler. Everybody so was, was I. Everybody's going to pick Fowler. <laughs> you still can, so... Because well, I know that's I know. a good way to get three question marks. EMP's got Decky again. Well, that's who I was going to pick. Gary Woodland and Kyle Stanley. And he said to tell Harv that he's mad too about this week because he can't pick David Lipsky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would be mad too picking a cheat code. So the How only long are you guys going to let that guy embarrass you? The only like way. Like I got a point this week, so he it found, didn't embarrass me. He no, found, he but he embarrassed you three again. He found a lesser known player that's gone on a bit of a heater. That's impressive picking, is it yeah. not? Well, if it was one of us, it'd be better than not the listener just feeding you guys your lunch. The worst part about this is that uh, we knew going into it that the rule was they got to pick first. So we kind of should have saw this coming. Yeah, they have a huge advantage. And now Harv's giving them an even bigger advantage because now they have two sets two of sets picks. Two sets of picks. Yeah. Like we're just well, getting Well, no, he should have been out because he <laughs> didn't win that week. He picked the winner. <laughs> that was... That was like a year ago now. <laughs> Two weeks ago. <laughs> it's like and five weeks ago. And you guys just gave him this free pass. So guess what? The free pass ran out. What's wrong with picking a winner and getting to pick again? You got a point for the team listeners. That you didn't win it the was week. supposed to be won the week and you kept didn't going. Win the week. You, you didn't find anyone else to pick that week. So Kay. had to go with them. Here's, <laughs> no one asked me to. Here's my issue. <laughs> my thoughts on it. And we'll get to Knoops before we all pick. At the time, I didn't see it coming. I thought, you know what? We'll let him go again. He got a point. But in retrospect, we probably should have just yeah. said no. Shouldn't have. Should have. You're right. Right. In retrospect. But we didn't. But we didn't. We <laughs> but, didn't to do but that. But here's the thing. We just let him do that time. So then we just snatch it away because we want to change it again because we changed it that week. <laughs> we didn't change anything. <laughs> yes, we, had never, we had never encountered that before that week. Precedent's been set many times on this to show the to just change Randall picks. Dr. Randall Miser if you wanted to for that week. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Rand, Randy M. was a listener pick. I can only assume it was the same guy. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm picking first, I guess, then. You are picking first. All right, fine. John Rom. Ode on a limb. I don't know. I don't even know who's in the tournament because I don't have my phone because Canoop's on speaker. Most of them. Are you Just next? Think most of them. No, I'm next. Oh. Okay, I'll go. Um, Andrew Putnam. Nice. That guy looks like a guy that do a pod while eating an ice cream cone. His he hair definitely does. His hair is getting twice as long every week, it seems like. <laughs> Just doubling every week. <laughs> I, I've never, I've never seen a guy that has both short hair and long hair, and in both scenarios, it looks exactly like the hair that he was supposed to have. <laughs> yeah. Do you know a, what I mean? That's, that's a good, an way. unbelievable point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Perfect way of putting it. Now that his hair is long, it's like, yeah, that's what his hair that's should him. look like. And then when he has his shorts, like, yeah. <laughs> He should have short hair. <laughs> so, um, who's, next? who's next? You or Canoop? You. Oh, Maddie B. Perfect. Well, technically me, but I, I. You know what? I'll take the back seat. Maddie B. Go ahead. I'm going to take Webb Simpson. Ooh, weird. Okay, Canoop. He might be the only guy not in this. Huh? Webb Simpson. He in it? He's got to be in it. 
saw a thing on him today. I don't even know oh, if he is. I didn't see him when I, I know JT. Let's see if I get Finau and Hovland are in it. I hope I don't wreck Knoop's mic live on the pod here, but I'm going to flip this round and then see if I can actually go on. He's got to be. I just didn't get to the S's before I had my all my picks made. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I can look it up. Webb Simpson. Well, yeah, he is. Yeah, 8600 on DK. Uh, give bet. me Jordan Spieth. Spieth, nice. Wow. Can I change my pick already? No, sorry. To Hovland or JT. Everyone to knows JT. <laughs> a card laid is a card played. <laughs> yeah, that's why Harv doesn't get his points from last week. That's fine. Ooh. That's exactly it. He picked Dave, so that was already on the board. It was, no, it's didn't. in our chat. Time, it's time stamped in there. It is funny. It is funny, though, because he's trying to say that he picked Hogue for the point now. Hoagie, yep. Yes. Yeah. But he should have gotten day because why would he have changed it if, if no other exactly. reason than the DMP only had him. the only thing yes. about that is the rules changing this all the time so oh my God. yeah there we go oh so uh, i might i might just change if the guy doesn't withdraw this week i'm i'm trying i really hope webb does well because i'm going to regret that speeth and hovland all right school. i'm taking a guy we talked about earlier on the show that maybe found his form a bit adam hadwin you fuck <laughs> good Good. I should have gone Hadwin there. I almost did too. For I'm going. Right. Uh, taking Double D's advice. Taking pa- Pat Perez. Pat Perez, good. Okay. Back to back top tens. Already. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Where's gonna suck yeah. waiting for you to pick? Well, normally I'm already doing this. Did, Just take Fowler. Did Luke List's uh, win get him in the top 50? Nope. 59. No I'll take Luke List. Okay. Start looking at your next pick. Now. I am. Okay. Give me Keith Mitchell. Ooh, Ooh good one. He usually plays well here. Yep. Well, he was good he this past week, too. Yep. Kim Mitchell. It's Kim. Uh, do I take Denny again? He's so good. It's Denny or Brian Harmon. I'm going to go Denny. Riding him. <laughs> um, I'm really torn here for my uh, top 50 guy. Well, it doesn't matter who, because you're going to probably change it midweek anyway. Ah, so. I love it. If they withdraw, probably. Um, All right, last one. I mean, Hovland's a no-brainer, but the real, obviously, no-brainer, Matt Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> I have, to take, back. I have back. to take all him. back. I have to take him. <clears throat> I'm going to take Garrick Hago. Good. I'm glad you just picked quickly. Thanks. Uh, round up picks, Wyndham Clark. Ah, I like Wyndham. Uh, did you see his social media post this week of, uh, you know how it's like that trend to have those hidden uh, bars or booze bins in uh, sprinkler boxes? Oh, no, yeah. you know how this I is like that, a thing yeah. now. Yeah, uh, he posted one on his social media the other day. He was playing off week this week or whatever, and it was him. I don't know if it's his home course or whatever, but opens up a sprinkler box. It's got two bottles on ice of tequila and cups and everything in there. I'd love to do that at our course, but all those lids are broken. So <laughs> I, uh, I would be scared to do that in the desert. I think that there'd be a snake in there or something. Yeah, good point. You're not even scared of snakes. Uh, oh, no, I know, but. I'd just throw it at you, probably. Yeah, well, and there'd be certainly be, be gophers. Me there'd be gophers in ours. Yeah. 
<laughs> Rabbits. Uh, uh, we got one more set of picks to do. We got to get everybody Super Bowl picks. Uh, contrary, I I think I'm cheering for the Rams because I think I I think I'd rather see Stafford win than Burrow. I actually don't even have an ill will towards Burrow. I'm gonna say Rams twenty seven, Bengals twenty three. Okay. Um, I'm Actually, just gonna take enough. the under. Take the under. That's his pick for yeah. the week. The under. Okay. That's a smart pick, Harv. Rams. Twenty-one. Bengals. Seventeen. That'll be the under. I'm Ron Burgundy. That's an under. That's an under. I like it. Um, my heart. Absolutely wants the Rams, but my brain is telling me that the Bengals are going to fucking win this thing, and I think it's. Gonna I don't be, think. Yeah, I do. I, I'm cheering for Matthew Stafford, but I don't th- truly like, think they win. Yeah, I just think Joey B's on a run. It's just a, just a run, a special run. Yeah, they're going to win. I don't know. Twenty-nine. Twenty-two. What a what a, a random score. score! Yeah. Uh, Rams been win by ten plus, and the game goes under. Oh, you think it's that bad? Hey, you think that tough. you think Aaron Donald dominates that much? I do. Yeah, Titan I mean, defense is good. Rams are way better. How the hell are they going to win by ten plus, and it's going to be under? Oh, he's saying 28-28-10. The math works. Wow, twenty-eight seventeen's under too, isn't it? Forty-six. Uh, it was forty-eight last time. Yeah. I barely beat the 49ers last 20, week. It could be twenty-eight seventeen. Barely beat the 49ers and the Bengals beat the piss out of the Chiefs. I think I you have to think about how they got there. How they got there for sure. Yeah. So uh anyway, thanks for uh calling in there, uh COVID. Voice sounds just yeah. fine though. It looks like you probably could have made the whole the whole pod. Uh, but. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm going to bed. We could have put Good him in night. like a box or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple yeah. holes for cut his a, eyes. Cut just. A whole <laughs> saran wrap over a hole in the box. <laughs> All right. Good night, buddy. And uh, until night. until next week, it's time for us to hit the clubhouse.